next on the 5 o'clock report. I love you. Just save a spot for me, bro. That's hard to not have electricity. Frankly, I think it's intentional. Ongoing increases will be appropriate. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Funeral services this afternoon for Memphis FedEx worker Tyree Nichols. During the emotional farewell, Vice President Harris addressed the congregation as a mother. Mothers around the world, when their babies are born, pray to God that that body and that life will be safe. Reverend Al Sharpton delivered the eulogy. He strongly criticized the five black officers accused in the killing. You have the unmitigated gall to beat your brother. At the very end, Tyree Nichols' family spoke, his brother. I love you, and um, just save a spot for me, bro. Steve Futterman reporting from Memphis. That funeral was delayed several hours by an ice storm that has gripped much of the South, causing hundreds of accidents on the ground and thousands of cancellations and delays in the air. This Texas man's been coping with a power outage with a newborn baby at home. That's hard, you know, to not have electricity and, you know, it's cold. It's cold inside, so we try keeping him warm, but the fireplace, it's not effective. Here in the listening area, the cold is the weather story. Arctic hounds have been unleashed. And behind an Arctic cold front, we're going to see our temperatures tumble Thursday night and Friday to the lowest levels of the winter to date. Meteorologist Kevin Williams' newly updated forecast just ahead. Now to Washington. On Capitol Hill, a Republican-dominated House committee today tackling the ongoing topic of America's poorest southern border. House Judiciary Committee Chairman James Jordan of Ohio says what a lot of conservatives have been thinking all along. These numbers make clear that the Biden administration does not have operational control of the border. Month after month after month, we have set records for migrants coming into the country. And frankly... I think it's intentional. New York Rep. Gary Nadler accused Republicans of using the immigration issue as a distraction. This extreme Republican majority fails to offer genuine solutions and resorts to political theater. Our colleagues across the aisle cannot even negotiate in good faith with each other let alone with us. America's debt ceiling, another bone of contention between Republicans and Democrats right now. President Biden and most on the left say the borrowing limit should be up without questions or spending changes. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who's wrapping up a meeting right now with President Biden about the federal budget, says frank discussions are in order. I think the most responsible thing to do is that we sit down, we've got time period between now and June, we find places that we can find savings for the American public. Other economic news today, as expected, the Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter percent. While smaller than recent increases, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says they're not done yet. We continue to anticipate that ongoing increases will be appropriate in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. Today's was the smallest increase since the central bank started raising interest rates aggressively last March to fight inflation. Congress is contemplating a crackdown on federal employees who have abandoned their offices in favor of working at home. The bill would require hundreds of thousands of federal workers to go back to the office and end their telework arrangements. It'll likely pass on a party line vote with Republicans saying there's performance issues with telework that is contributing to backlogs at the IRS and Social Security. Democrats respond some workers are more efficient teleworking and it's helping big government recruit employees in big numbers. 
CBS's Scott McFarland. One thing you can't do at home is build cars. General Motors says hourly workers will receive record profit-sharing checks of up to nearly 13 grand. Before this check, the highest payout came in 2016 at $12,000 per employee. GM pays employees $1,000 for every $1 billion in North American pre-tax profits. That's food on the table in, 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 the, in the face of, of you know, the, the inflationary uh, economy that we're living in. It's also uh, college educations. It's, it's all those things for all those people that work work so hard day in and day out. That's Mark Royce with the United Auto Workers. The company also said they achieved a $2 billion profit in the fourth quarter of last year. The automaker does continue to struggle with computer chip shortages, but is accelerating their electric vehicle launch. Today marks 20 years since Space Shuttle Columbia and its crew of seven were lost when the ship disintegrated while re-entering the atmosphere. NASA and the Columbia crew didn't know the mission was doomed. A piece of foam insulation had fallen off the external fuel tank during launch, punching a hole in the shuttle's wing. In Columbia, Houston, we see your tire pressure messages and we did not copy your last. Roger, uh, the fiery gases of re-entry would cut through Columbia like a torch, causing it to break up over Texas. The crew of the shuttle Columbia did not return safely to Earth, yet we can pray that all are safely home. The accident would ground the fleet for two years. The shuttle program ended in 2011. I'm Rory O'Neill. And Tom Terrific takes to Twitter to call it a day again. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring. We're good. Yeah, that's what he said last time. NFL great Tom Brady calling it quits a year to the day after he first retired, then quickly unretired for one more season with Tampa Bay. This time, though, he says it's game over. I really thank you guys so much to every single one of you, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. Brady retires a seven-time Super Bowl champion and the all-time NFL leader in passing yards and touchdown passes. Still to come, Governor Kathy Hochul unveils her spending plan. The head of the Buffalo Teachers Federation not happy with a fact-finder's report. And Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin partners with the American Heart Association to spread CPR awareness. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional weather forecast. For tonight, cold, but not as cold as last night for most. A couple of stray lake flurries east of Lake Ontario, otherwise partly cloudy. Low temps, teens and low 20s. Tomorrow, sunshine giving way to cloudiness, high temps in the 30s. Tomorrow night, Friday, much, much colder. First, a burst of wind and snow, and then the coldest air of the season to date. Temperatures dropping. Afternoon readings Friday in the single digits and low teens. Wind chills well below zero into Friday night. Ah, chilly stuff. All right, thank you very much, Kevin Williams. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. First stop, Albany. New York Governor Kathy Hochul taking the wraps off of a $200 billion state budget proposal today. The spending blueprint details plans for how she intends to pay for her legislative agenda this year. We get the details from Family Life's Jeremy Miller. Yeah, that's right. Those plans include an ambitious housing construction program, expansion of the state's mental health services, and more changes to bail reform. But state revenues would take a hit when there are concerns about a recession that could deeply impact a state that is completely dependent on Wall Street for much of its tax collections. Financial experts say the state's books are balanced right now, but New York faces a fiscal cliff of larger deficits in just a few years if spending patterns don't change. Financial watchdogs are urging the governor to put more money in a reserve fund to guard against a potential economic downturn. 
Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. Thanks, Jeremy. The head of the Buffalo Teachers Federation not happy with a set of third-party recommendations in the teachers' ongoing contract dispute with the city school district. BTF President Phil Remore tells WGRZ the fact-finders found a lot more for the district than they found for teachers. You go into fact-finding, you know, feeling that there's going to be something for either side and that either side is going to agree to disagree with. But this thing here is completely one-sided. Among the fact-finding recommendations is that the BTF accept the district's $225 million wage package versus the teacher's $1.6 billion plan, which that report called unaffordable. The district issued a statement saying they hope the report will be a blueprint for a settlement, but the BTF has rejected it, leaving the district's labor situation cloudier than ever. A vigil is being held at Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Park in Rochester tonight in memory of Tyree Nichols and other victims of police brutality. The event being organized by Free the People ROC starts at 7 p.m. Daniel Priest Square. A very strange story out of Rochester as well. A man in custody after he allegedly set an apartment on fire, not his, then put on some of that resident's clothes and started helping himself to the fridge. Rochester police say it happened on the second floor of a Saratoga Avenue apartment complex. When the apartment resident walked in and saw what was going on, he and another person managed to hold the suspect down until police arrived. First responders also able to quickly douse the fire, but not before it burned a hole in the living room of that apartment. While it's plenty cold out now, it didn't stay cold enough long enough for organizers of the 2023 Syracuse Pond Hockey Classic, who have canceled this year's event. They say the ice on Hiawatha Lake just too thin and would be unsafe to skate on. They will reveal a rescheduled 2024 event soon. And Buffalo area Chick-fil-A fans finally may get their fix. WICZ reporting that a source on the Johnson City Village boards telling them there are three possible locations in the southern tier where the popular fast food franchise might be landing. One is in Johnson City's Oakdale Commons, another in Vestal, and a third on Upper Front Street in Binghamton. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin partnering with the American Heart Association to spread awareness about CPR. Hamlin is kick-starting a campaign following his on-field cardiac arrest earlier this this month that left him hospitalized. The medical team who performed CPR on Hamlin that day are credited with saving his life. Now the pro footballer has created the 3 for Heart Challenge with the AHA telling fans CPR could easily save your life or someone you love. The 3 for Heart Challenge has three steps. Learn CPR, donate to the AHA to fund awareness, and challenge three people to do the same. I'm Brian Shook. All right, Pennsylvania now. In an abrupt change, Pennsylvania's struggling mortgage relief program will no longer work with the private company originally hired to run it. Details from Family Life's Terry Diener. Pennsylvania will temporarily stop accepting new applications starting today while it makes the transition. The move comes less than a week after a Spotlight PA investigation found that the program has been struggling to get the information it needs from mortgage companies, leaving homeowners grasping for answers and waiting months to get help. According to the Pennsylvania Housing Finance Agency, the application pause will give the program time to address a backlog of pending applications and handle the transition from the contractor's software systems. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. Now, Harrisburg, the rank-and-file Democrat who was unexpectedly elected Speaker of the Pennsylvania House as a compromise candidate this month hopes to keep that job even after three vacant Democrat-leaning seats are filled in special elections next week. Speaker Mark Rousey says he may 
may not step aside and support the Democratic floor leader, Joanna McClinton, as Speaker. Republicans were not able to muster enough votes to elect their own Speaker when the new session began on January 3rd, leading to Rousey's emergence. Pennsylvania could soon be compensating school board members for their time serving local districts. Representative Joe Webster of Montgomery says compensation for school board members is long overdue. Under the proposal, board members would be paid annual salaries or in some cases be offered free access to higher education. Webster says the form of compensation would be determined by community members in individual districts. And a new partnership in PA helping college students dress for success. That story from Family Life's Brian Query. When college graduates gear up to enter the workforce, some struggle to afford the fresh professional wardrobe for their exciting new roles. David Miller, business professor at Teal College in Greenville, Pennsylvania, had an idea to partner with local business to change that need. And thus, Simon's Closet was born, a partnership with Brooks Brothers Factory Stores that encourages shoppers to donate their new and gently used clothing. Teal is partnering with Brooks Brothers at the Grove City Premium Outlets. Simon's Closet features an array of outfits and styles, and students may simply borrow the blazers, shirts, skirts, ties, and other professional accessories, or may keep the look in preparation for entering the workforce. A representative for Teal said the goal of Simon's Closet is to remove financial barriers that may prevent students in need from looking and feeling their best during the internship and job search process. Brian Query, Family Life News. All right, thank you, Brian. And now your nightly market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Wall Street closing with stocks higher after the Federal Reserve announced another rate hike. The Fed, as we told you earlier, raised rates by a quarter of a percentage point, which was expected. Investors think it means the central bank will ease off on its tightening campaign to fight back against inflation. At the closing bell, the Dow Jones Industrial Average gained seven points to 34.92. The S&P 500 rose by 42 points to 41.19. And the Nasdaq climbed up 231 points to 11.816. Ambassador Advisors, a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Details available at ambassadoradvisors.com. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Trying to keep children entertained on the weekends can be an expensive proposition. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. A family of four can easily spend $50 or $60 just going to the movies. So here are some free ways to occupy the kids. Check out your community calendar. Most towns hold free events where your kids may even make new friends. If you have smaller kids and don't feel like going out, try a blanket fort. Invite the neighbor kids over and make a play date out of it. Don't be surprised if adults end up playing in the fort too. How about visiting an elderly or disabled person nearby? You and the kids can look for ways to help, and it's also a great way to share life and the gospel with someone. And that never costs a dime. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, how a movie impacted a real-life event in Pennsylvania. Well, watch out for that first step, it's a doozy. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your family life weather forecast. The main weather story moving forward will be the Arctic cold front we're watching. This front will slice through the region Thursday night with some bravado and gusto, bringing first a burst of wind and snow, and then the coldest air of the season to date. 
For tonight, cold, but not as cold as last night for most. A couple of stray lake flurries, otherwise partly cloudy. Low temps, teens and low 20s. Tomorrow, sunshine giving way to cloudiness, high temps in the 30s. Then a burst of wind and snow tomorrow night. Friday, much, much colder. With some lake snow south of Lake Ontario, flurries elsewhere. And temperatures dropping. Afternoon readings Friday in the single digits and low teens. Wind chills well below zero into Friday night. Thanks, Kevin. Finally at five. Well, it's Groundhog Day. Again. One of the more memorable lines from Bill Murray in the comedy classic Groundhog Day, which came out 30 years ago this month. I think it's an extraordinary movie. It's uh, it's in the Library of Congress. It's a very important movie. The, the premise of that film is a, is a great one, and the execution is very, very good. I don't take a lot of credit for it. The kid whose idea was Danny Rubin is a great... That I mean, he was touched, touched by God when he wrote that. He really was. Tomorrow, of course, is Groundhog Day, made internationally famous by Murray's tour de force as Pittsburgh weatherman Phil Connors. There's no denying the attention that movie drew to Punxsutawney's quirky ritual, even though the famed flick wasn't even actually filmed in Punxsutawney or Gobbler's Knob. Tom Dunkel is president of the Punxsutawney Groundhog Club. He tells WTAJ Murray's movie made all the difference. The movie has a quality to it. It's a good story. It's a fun story, a wholesome story. It touches the hearts of people across the world. It's a feel-good movie. Indeed. Well, let me wish you an early happy Groundhog Day. I have a feeling I've done that before. That's the world we live in for Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Family Life News.